The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode for you right now. The name of the episode is Bitches Non-Binary, which I did not know, but apparently it is. Uh, thank you all for joining us for this uh, free podcast, of course. Uh, everybody had a good time. Everybody made it. Rebecca was on assignment. She couldn't make it, uh, but everybody else did. And uh, a couple of things about this episode. Um, it's free, and that is available to you because of our fine, fine sponsors. We got, of course, uh, The Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They've got a lot of things planned for you this month. Uh, the Nerd Store is in the Valley Fair Mall. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection 2041 East, 3300 South. Remember, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic book. I agree. All right. So so, uh, thank you for making this podcast free for our friends that listen to our podcast. A couple of things, though. Every Saturday when we record this show, we also do it live on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So uh, go look for that and subscribe and watch us. Uh, You get to see what happens when we take commercial breaks. Um, And hear what happens when we take commercial breaks. Yeah, so there's that. And then our Patreon. That's the other thing I wanted to tell you about, our Patreon and our merch. Uh, Our Patreon, of course, is uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. There's a link. takes you right to our Patreon. It's very affordable. And uh, we give you a lot of extra stuff there. We're working on some projects for the holidays coming up, so stand by for that. Uh, But uh, Geek Show got this covered. It's only $3.50 a month and worth every penny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Plus, it helps support the show. It helps buy beer money. That's always nice. And uh, then let's see. Oh, yes, our merch is available at geekshowpodcast.com. Just click on the merch button up there, and uh, you'll see it. And Get some stuff. I would suggest ordering now for the holidays for a couple of reasons. Uh, you know, the supply chain situation and the fact that Louis DeJoy is still in charge of the post office. I'd say if you want your stuff for Christmas, your Geek Show merch for Christmas, I'd buy it this week. Yeah. <laughs> So geekshowpodcast.com with the merch button right up there. Get going. Okay, here it is. Brand new episode. Bitch is non-binary. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to, well, my basement. And my basement. My Shannon's basement. basement, Tony's basement, Jay's definitely basement, <laughs> and Lee's Lee's, wa- Lee's washroom. <laughs> Lee is a sir is a, the only surface dweller. <laughs> this is the Hello? observatory. I'll have you know it's an observatory. That's right. Hello? Look, looking at the stars. How are <laughs> how are things on the surface, surface dweller? <clears throat> kind of loud right now. Yeah. <laughs> Surface dweller. Someone's someone's what? yelling at me from their basement. <laughs> who, who is this person? I will tell them to stop. Surface dweller. Well, hang on. Let's go. Let's go live now to Jay's basement. Oh man, salt in the wound. Oh, I know. God damn. His feet are wet. He's Jay Whitaker. What's up? 
Yeah, my Tim's is. I'm using my Tim's for the actual fucking purposes. This shit sucks. <laughs> oh, uh, shout out to all my white friends that said, "Get a house. It'll be an investment. It's gonna be so uh, cool." It is. It's an investment in <laughs> <Crap>. fertility. <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> I miss my apartment so much, bro. I, I, I want to eat ramen in my apartment with my like. I used to sleep on a fucking mattress on the floor. I miss that. Shit's so fucking bad right now. But I love my house. Um, I got shows coming up. Go to itsjwhitaker.com. Um, I'm in the New England area doing a bunch of shows. I'm headlining in Worcester on uh, November 12th. And then I'm headlining Nick's Comedy Stop uh, December 3rd and 4th in Boston. The famous, world famous Nick's Comedy Stop. The the legendary stage at all the Boston greats pass. I'm finally headlining. Mm. I'm very grateful. So thanks. That's great. Nice. Good news. Good news. Thank you. Uh, he is also a basement dweller, not a surface dweller. He's Shannon Barnes and everything. Yes. <laughs> I like my hovel under the ground. <laughs> come in, uh, come in. Welcome to my hovel. <laughs> no, actually, the, my... my <laughs> My uh, Wi-Fi is, uh, it's the cave. That's what I call it. Nice. Um, first, I just, first I got to start out with a big shout out <laughs> to, I just got to say geek show people are the best people. You, you honestly are. Um, so my principal asked me uh, last week, was, was like, hey, you think uh, any of your friends would want to uh, throw a couple bucks towards the trick or tr- uh, trunk or treat? Because we've heard that. Most parents in Rose Park aren't going to let their kids go trick-or-treating because Rose Park has been hit hard by COVID, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just put out a thing. It's like, hey, if you want to support, we want to have a kick-ass trunk-or-treat. If you want to throw me a couple bucks in my Venmo, you know, to go, I want to, I want to do full-size candy bars. Mm-hmm. Well, did they ever. Oh, God. Last night, we had the trunk-or-treat. We gave out 350 full-size candy bars. Oh, 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 but there's more. <clears throat> 100 full-size packages of Sour Patch Kids. Oh. 50, 50 uh, Takis and 50 Hot Cheetos. Uh, about 100 full packages of Haichu. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and that's just what I brought. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so thank you, you guys. These kids were blown away. You also help fund one of the most kick-ass Halloween parties I've ever thrown for these great fourth graders I work with. And I'm going to use part of this money to, uh, because uh, most of the people in our school are from Mexico, uh, we are going to, we're going to make a giant ofrenda for uh, Day of the Dead. Mm. And uh, you have, you help fund that too. Uh, it's Aww. a very, very important and cool holiday that I really appreciate now, too. Yeah, it's a very comforting thing. So thank mm-hmm. you guys Hell so yeah. goddamn much. It nice. was uh, all the, the kids. I got toys and oh, we all had we all had those teeny tiny little hands. You know the little hands that you put your up in your sleeve and you're like, eh, we're all running around. With little, it was fucking great. <laughs> anyway, thank you again. I, I I'll be putting pictures on Facebook. <clears throat> Good. You guys are great people. That's all, all I'm right. saying. There we Sorry go. about that, my, my bad boss. But uh, I, I just felt like that deserved a round of oh, applause. Oh, sure. Absolutely. No, no. No, I just, I, every time, I'm blown away. Every time. 
I uh, he's uh, fr- he's live in the observatory. He's uh, Lee George Cade, everybody. Uh, it turns out it's actually a, a conservatory now. I, oh. just, I just got the zoning notification back from the city. <laughs> they said they they won't zone it as an observatory, so it's it's a conservatory now. Now um, you got to change all your stationary header. So a couple things, real quick. I'm I'm going to build a Victrola. <laughs> what? What did any of I mean, did any of you any of you watching viewing anything ever think to yourselves? I bet yeah. you Lee's going to build a Victrola. No. Why would you do that? <laughs> because I can. Okay. All right. You've gone mad. You've gone That's mad. That's right, brother. Now, I have this, a, right. now is this going to be the the discs that it plays? Or, oh no, not not one of the wax the cylinder. Record not a playing. wax cylinder. Okay, yeah, right. but it's got the the horn, the whole thing. <clears throat> Oh, and I'm great. I'm going to build it because it needs to be in the background for my YouTube channel, which is now closing in on 350 subscribers. Oh, Let's nice. fucking um, go. 700 watch hours, so, you know, need to pick that up a little bit. Last two days of Inktober, uh, day 30 today, day 31 tomorrow, I'm doing a Baba Yaga story for day 31. <gasps> nice. So, uh, Baba, Baba Yaga and and uh, Little Philip, the little boy who kept trying to steal apples from Baba Yaga's yard. Don't do that, Little Philip. That's just mm. bad. And then one last question. I'm hoping someone can help me find the answer. What's that? Whatever happened to the Transylvania twist? Right. Fuck, nobody knows. Well, it's now the mash. Mm. Mm. So I was introduced by my youngest to Bobby Boris Pickett's entire Monster Mash album. What? Yeah. There's an album? That's only ever that's only ever been a forty five as far as I'm concerned. The Monster Mash song is actually from Bobby Boris Pickett's Monster Mash album, which has the Transylvania twist on it, and everything he references in the Monster Mash song has a song. Has its own thing. It's got a backstory? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, there's And it's and it's had it forever. And it's actually Transylvania Twist is a banger. It's a great song. It's so much fun. <laughs> that sounds like the worst earworm in existence. That entire album. Don't, don't you dare! Don't you stop that! I, I've heard stop this song like nine hundred no, times. Hey, hey, all right. Hey, man, you can't be Bankhead bouncing to this shit. <laughs> all right. Okay, I won't. I won't. Yeah, none of that. Uh, he's... Those are nice shoulders, though. I see you, Lee. He's he's afraid of getting an earworm. He's Tony Quad can't. T to Tall Tony. I can't have another earworm. They, they just they, they come over and it could be from something fifteen years ago. I'll just be sitting like there. Like Nickelback, wake up. shut up! You're not oh, allowed dude. to comment. <laughs> no, yeah, anything like stuff from my childhood. I'll wake up in the morning and it's playing in my head. And I'm like, oh wait, oh wait, welcome, wait. Every day of my life, every day of my life, uh, can, Tony. It wait. can be so frustrating. <laughs> We've got earworm sign. Somebody get a thumper. <laughs> oh no, my uh, my anyway. friend uh, my friend Todd got written up at work because he had an earworm. And he couldn't, and he would just kept singing it. Yeah, it was, was Easy E. Drives me nuts. <laughs> but anyway, enough about my crazy brain. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Tech gadgets, video games, weird stories from Excitable James. All of the above. <laughs> Every story is a weird story if it's from Excitable James. I miss that dude, yo. It was 1964, and I was. <laughs> Shipwrecked in Zanzibar, and like James, got the best you weren't alive then. The if you want, if you want a little taste, listen to the first ten minutes of the latest episode of Gadget Spot, and he tells us about his Double Dragon incident. Yeah. Double Dragon, he's not talking about a video game. He's talking about getting so sick that he's 
got stuff coming out of both dragons. Gotcha. <laughs> the front oh, no. and the back. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> of all the random people I met in my life where I said, well, this one could actually be my biological child. <laughs> he kills that's me. Wild. He's so yeah. funny. He's <laughs> all thing. right. Here's yeah. some double, here's some double some, dragon. That's the double dragon. I thought he was talking about it first. Oh, this is a slap. Yo, Billy and Jimmy, yo. kidnapped my girlfriend. Let's go take some ass. I'm going to kill them motherfuckers and they're going to blink three times. Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh. Don't forget about our fearless leader, Admiral of the Sea of the Geek Seas, Mr. Kerry yes. Jackson. Lying bitch. All right, thank you. <laughs> king of the earworms. Uh, <laughs> king of the earworms. Oh, I'm merely a prince. I He's had the king. I had a real bad one this this past <laughs> week because I was out I was out running errands in Sue's car and her car has the HD radio, right? Mm -hmm. so Look I at this I'd, photograph. And so I thought I'd tune into. <laughs> To X96's HD, which is classic alternative. Oh, I heard you talking about this other one. And I had Lightning Man by Knights yeah. of Ebb in my Gross. head for all week long. Why is that it. bad? Uh, you got <laughs> you got bad, so me. you got so much done. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, for, from an earworm perspective, it doesn't matter how much you like the song or the tune or whatever. If it's there for too long, it becomes the worst. It does. Look at yeah. this photograph. Every time I, I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. Then I saw a big giraffe, and then I had to take a bath. <laughs> Stop it. And then All I right. poured out this carafe. <laughs> and then I had a phonograph. <laughs> Hey, we've come all the way back around. Good I know. Time. I I am Richard Kroger, Chad's less talented and successful brother. <laughs> Dick <Okay>. Kroger. <laughs> um, before we get started with the news, I have I got a, uh, a, a direct message from uh, Steve Murray, who who had this <clears throat> posits a question. Mm -hmm. So uh, here we go. Uh, salutations, Admiral. I am humbly requesting a ruling for a geek argument. I am having. Does the original RoboCop count as a Frankenstein movie? My reasoning is Murphy was technically dead and brought back to life with only a few original body parts. Any clarification, judgment would be the most appreciated. You weigh in, and then I'll tell you what I told him. Would you, as as the resident Frankenstein expert, yes? Yeah. What do you say? Panel? Hold on. I'm a, yes. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to say also yes. yes as well. Off, off rip, I'm going to say yes. Hmm. Okay. Here was my reply. I said, if you think it's a Frankenstein movie, then it is. You don't need anyone else's input. Just go with it. Own it. Preach it. <laughs> nice. Art affects everybody differently. We, wa we just last night, when I say we, I meant me and Sue, watched a ghost movie last night and decided that it wasn't about ghosts at all. It was about mental illness. So enjoy your Frankenstein movie. That's what, what it said. It, I, I love that answer because we could all be wrong about the, the, original, uh, the original vision. RoboCop, it's whatever you want it to be. I used to, well, I still think WandaVision is an allegory for gentrification in America, but that's a whole nother fucking story. Some yeah. people tried to fight me on this on the internet on Father's Day and Juneteenth, and they got fucking lost. And that was a fun <laughs> day on Twitter. And they look real fucking stupid, but yeah. <laughs> it's, art is whatever you oh. want. Now, Stuart, Stuart makes a point. He says, uh, wait a minute, what other person's dead body parts went into RoboCop? The, the story it's the, the story detroit of police department they they the got story, plenty on deck the story of <laughs> of frankenstein's monster isn't so much what parts he's made out of it's the it's the warning 
I mean, literally modern Prometheus. It's the warning about the dangers of the electric age. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the warnings mm-hmm. against industrialization. It's the warning against losing that simple feeling of home and hearth. And it's a longing for the children that you've lost and the mother you never knew. And, you know, Alex Murphy... Very much throughout the movie, you knew he was constantly yearning for the mother he never knew. It's constantly no, it's not there at all. Wait, I'm reaching. This shit is no. Hamlet now. What the fuck? <clears throat> this is. Well, I was I was just gonna say, uh, uh, as technology moves on, we replace body parts with modern body parts, and that's what it's, they yeah. did. You know, it's, it's, it's your it's penis pump parts. is okay. All right, that's not like, my that's not my bag, baby. It's <laughs> a not my uh, it's not my bag, baby. It's a pen. It's a Pandora's box allegory, definitely. But Mary Shelley didn't keep her dead husband's atrophied heart in a desk drawer for forty years just so that we could question whether or not Alex Murphy is. Did a she do that? I, she, yes. I like, I like that. I like that part where the guy goes, "I'd buy that for a dollar." I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> buy that for a dollar. A direct ripoff of the modern it's Prometheus, right? Leland, Leland Palmer and Red Furman. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my dad. It's whatever you want. Yeah, to be, both baby. of your dads. That's true. It's your bag, All baby. Right. It's your bag. Uh, we saw we got some trailers uh, this week, and one God, I want to talk ever. about. Uh, one I want to talk about because it's also under this whole "is it a this, is it a that" subject. Mm. Is the new uh, trailer for Pixar's Lightyear? Did you see this? Yeah. I watched part of it without sound because I found it on my Twitter feed and then forgot about it. But it looks cool. (laughs) You need to watch it with sound because they made a casting choice that I think a lot of people weren't prepared for how amazing it is. And that's Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. And he, that gee whiz cap sensibility, just it's so there. And you only Mm -hmm. hear like a couple words come out of his mouth. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm on board. I'm really here. I don't think Tim Allen could do that either. Well, is Tim Allen canceled? Is that why he did no, no, and we'll get into that. Uh, okay. here, here's the thing: about is that, that. Is that and, and I had to explain this trailer to people. Uh, it was it was interesting to me. You see, uh, Buzz Lightyear was the very fancy toy that we got when we first met him in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Lightyear tells the story of the living though fictional astronaut whose adventures into space inspired the action figure line. See, that's what they're doing, and that's why it's Chris Evans and not Tim Allen, because Tim Allen was the voice of the toy. That's brilliant, actually. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Now it's kind of like when they made a Star Wars movie to justify all the action figures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Now our local Deseret News wrote an article about how well Tim Allen must have been replaced because because he's conservative, and I'm like, no, these are two different parts. Okay, (laughs) they're not the same thing. It's right. different. It's you like know. when you, you know you go buy a Captain America toy. It's not usually Chris Evans' voice. No, and that's also the reason I won't have Tim Allen on my show. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> We've not had him on the show for those reasons. Oh, uh, anyway, so there was that. Well, go watch this trailer, Tony. I think you'll really. It's quite something. It's yeah. I mean, w- once I read about what the premise is of it, I was already sold. I'm gonna see it for sure. It looks. Oh cool. yeah. There's yeah. A- trailer that kicked my ass six ways to sunday this week though wheel of time no nope. uh, i if is it bebop <laughs> yep oh, all right i watched that too let's, let's I, talk about it then i was gonna I watched, save it but let's talk about it i watched that trailer literally a dozen times in a row i couldn't uh, stop let, let's see here's let me get let me get in the script here sorry shannon i'm 
breaking the illusion. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> there will be no scripts um, on the night of the play. No scripts on the day. Uh, the first uh, official Cowboy Bebop trailer uh, was put out, and uh, Lee uh, watched it over and over and over. Um, and uh, here's the thing about the show that I just kind of want to caution people. Because this this anime has huge fans and a, a, a small but dedicated following. I would just say to those fans, know that this isn't the cartoon, okay? Nope. And, and you got to be okay with that, all right? They're going to take some liberties. Be okay with that because the cartoon still exists. The anime is there for you. Anytime you want it, pull it off the shelf, embrace it, make love to it, whatever you want to do with it. It what still exists. Cult? Just but, be, uh, be creepy with it like you always have been. Like you always have been. Uh, so, and, and that's basically what the, uh, the showrunner explains. Uh, Andre Nemec, who's the showrunner for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, he's made it abundantly clear, it says here, uh, that uh, this is not the, the anime. It's an interview. He says, uh, the show's aged-up feel is quite intentional and for good reason. He calls the anime characters a little archetypal, and he's not wrong. Uh, it doesn't do the anime any harm, and it's appropriate for the medium. But a live-action series required a bit, adding a bit of depth to Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, and Faye Valentine. He says, I think that really became clear to me that to really feel for these characters, to really want to track and live with them, they needed real depth-of-life experience in their soul. So uh, he's, he's telling you right now. He says, he says, here's what I've got. Spike Spiegel is a cowboy with a broken heart. That really is who he is at his core. Jet Black is the eternal optimist, a grumpy guy with a heart of jelly beans. Faye Valentine, at her core, is, is a survivor, someone who's not going to let the hardships of the world around her uh, take her down while they try to keep kicking her down. Uh, she continues to press forward. We looked at all of these things, and once we had those, then we began to craft stories for those characters. And there's a thing that drove me bonkers because i'm watching this trailer and see my wife and i play this game called let's let's cast it in real life and we played that with every book we've ever read that didn't have a, an adaptation where we mm -hmm. you know we cast who we want to play those characters and when bebop first came out in 96 we were like oh shit this is keanu reeves playing spike right because we Ooh. he seemed he seemed perfect at the time and we had our whole dream cast out now i've seen this live action adaptation at least in the trailers and this is, I mean, Bebop is like what Superman is to Shannon. Bebop is my holy grail. Bebop is everything I've loved in animation, science fiction, storytelling. It's so deep. And I watched this trailer like a dozen times on repeat. And I get to see the Bebop actually land on one of Jupiter's moons and or Saturn's moons. And in the water and the seeing the swordfish too, seeing spike be such a badass the interplay of the dialogue these characters are so lived in already just in a trailer you can tell that these actors are taking these perfect actors are taking the material so seriously and then one of the comments says phase costumes wrong Blech. well I, I know this i know this from a cosplayer who's worn Faye valentine's actual costume she reproduced the whole thing and the biggest comment she had to say in it is, if I move wrong, even once, my boobs are out. For sure. So, no, <laughs> they changed Faye's costume because there's no way somebody who is as much of an ass kicker as Faye Valentine is, is going to be able to do this without being a fucking jiggle show. So calm the hell down. Yeah. Let the show come out. 
It's only a few weeks away. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but oh man. November 19th on Netflix. I'm feeling so optimistic. There is not too much to that costume, is there? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, the original drawn costume is... uh, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. It's very much a... (laughs) (laughs) It is very much a mid-90s anime costume. Exactly. Yes. So... All right. Let her let her wear a jacket and some pants. Come yeah, on, yes, it's cold out there in <laughs> space, you dumb and, motherfuckers. And I would just say to people who are who are complaining about this, did you ever think you'd get a live action Cowboy yeah. Bebop? No. Right. Well, all right, and that's and that's what I, I try to say that to everything that's an adaptation of something else. Well, it's a different version of what it, what well, the, I, the original medium is. And so yeah. why why do you want to read the exact or why do you want to watch the exact same story you've already read? Why do you want to look at the character beats from the exact same story you already let let's have a different version of it that might be yeah. as good or yeah. almost as good and you still have the original to go back to. Exactly. It's okay that and, it's not the thing that you grew up with, but and, you still and, get it. Yeah. That, it's well, like that, it, it's like a, it's like a these shows are like a, a good stepdad. It's not the stepdad you asked for, but it's the stepdad you fucking needed. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at her, uh, the live action version of Faye. And uh, yeah, how do I put? She doesn't look like a whore, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? What? <laughs> All right. They dehorned my character. <laughs> After, After these messages, we'll be right, right back. back. Stepdad. This month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comet Connection 2041 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> these, poor, these poor people that are uh, listening to this live. Stream. Yeah, yeah they're going to hit... They get to hear how fucked up and morbid we really are. <laughs> yeah. This is what okay. they do in between hey, sections. What the? Uh, yeah. Oh, but but this if, is sa- this is sanitized. Yeah. 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 It's so much worse. If my so dead friends, worse. if my dead friends don't want to be punchlines, they should stop dying. There yeah, you exactly. go. Facts. Quit Facts. being dead. <laughs> no, in, right in all well, the best thing is now, Jay, you can hit. Uh, uh, you can hit that uh, kill a kill a guy with a Jane his name button as much as you want now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all gone. Uh, no, and so let, no well, left. now let me just plug this because uh, we do when we you know, you folks who are listening to this podcast this is pre recorded. We yeah. do the show live on YouTube every Saturday, yeah, and so uh, when we go to our commercial breaks, the folks who are watching us on YouTube get to hear what we talk about. During the commercial breaks, but so, before we gossip, before we go on before gossip. we before we go on though, I just I want to assure everybody that the um, destroy a panelist whose name starts with J button only works every five years. <laughs> right, <laughs> it takes a while to reset. <laughs> it has to power up. Yep. So we got two and a half years left. So okay. everybody, everybody I'm listening next, is like, I'm next, every, baby, but I'm every, even good, you know. Oh my God! Oh, I we didn't got even... one. We got one how, more. How did I not think of Jay being a Jade name? Oh, how did I miss that? More. Because right. you don't think about me, Tony. You know, it's oh. funny. It's funny because the no, second you bad. said it, the second <laughs> you said it, 
the second you said it, those eyebrows went right up into his hat. Right. <laughs> it's like, I have a J name. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, everybody listening to this is... Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Tina noise from Bob's <laughs> Burgers, still, exactly. They're still they're processing coming, it. They're coming for you, Jason. Yeah, I'm... Oh, if it's really Jimmy Tina, names. if it's really Tina Belcher, she's just thinking about Jimmy and Jeff rubbing butts together. Yep, butts. that's true. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Uh, now uh, we've all seen Dune except for Tony. He's going to see it in IMAX. And oh, I'm excited me. today. You haven't I'm seen it yet either, Jack. Yeah. Well, look, I j- the whole fucking uh, state of Massachusetts just got power back, kind of. So <laughs> you know, I've been out. You're here not reading, Texas. Come on. I've been out here reading <laughs> books like a like a bitch. <laughs> what are you, a caveman reading yeah, books on paper? Well, and you know, and this Prometheus is the Prometheus just gave us fire yesterday, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funny thing, is that uh, everybody just assumed that uh, Dune Part Two was approved and ready to go because oh. it said at the beginning Dune what was it Book One Part One whatever it was I can't remember what it said at the credits but uh, no it, it they have not approved Dune Two until this week yeah. you know this past week was it. And which blows me away because I'm like, didn't you see the money this thing was making overseas a weeks ago and just go, yeah, we need another one of those. Uh, but anyway, it will, uh, it will, uh, it's, it's been approved for uh, part two. And uh, let's see, first Dune opened in cinemas, hit HBO Max simultaneously on the 22nd of October, earned a strong 40.1 mil in domestic debut. Uh, one of the biggest of uh, Denis Villeneuve's career. I'm excited about the Bene Gesserit series that HBO Max will be doing as well, because that's going to do a really good job of explaining a lot of the backstory and the things that they just didn't want to take time to talk about on the movie. Because you can't just, oh, hey, Frank Herbert built an incredibly complex world. Let's stop and talk about it for 15 minutes so our director takes his name off the credits. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, other uh, interesting news. Um, well, who watched the most recent uh, episode of Doom Patrol? I'm Me. one episode behind. Holy like shit! This I'm caught up. Now this this episode, no spoilers. Uh, it's it's it's, wow. it's it's Brendan Fraser as the character through the whole episode. Oh wow! And it was uh, it was good to see him back. Um, but at the same at the same week, we got this news. Uh, Brendan Fraser is headed to Gotham City. Yeah. Uh, he will be playing the villain in Batgirl for HBO Max. Nice. A- and he will be playing Firefly. Now, that's an interesting uh, choice because Firefly, to my knowledge, was never really a even a B-list villain. I mean, mm. he was C-list at best. So prominent in the Batman animated series, very prominent in Gotham. The Gotham series did yes. Firefly quite a bit. So yes, okay, maybe in, but yeah, in the but not mainstream comics now. No, so I'm excited to see what he can bring to this role because he's got a lot of leeway since it's not a super well known character that they yeah, have to he, stick to a lot of tropes with. And he things. can do what he wants with it, probably. Batgirl, starring Leslie Grace as Batgirl, uh, Bad Boys for Life filmmakers Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah. Uh, directing from a script by Birds of Prey screenwriter Christina Hodson. Nice. Uh, you've got uh, on HBO Max, uh, oh, uh, J.K. Simmons as Jim Gordon. Naturally. Uh, so, sometime and, that, in, is, is, and he's playing him in the uh, Batman movie, too. In the Batman, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, no, in, uh, the, in the Batman. Oh, no, that's Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, and I just got that last episode of Doom Patrol. That was just, it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the exploration of the things stuck in your subconscious that's fucking mm. you up. Well, and I'm glad yeah. that the sisterhood of the Dada thing ended that way because I was scratching my head the, the two episodes before it. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I what know, right? It's some fuck? weird stuff. Oh, yeah, I was so... It, yeah, I was so tired one episode. I was trying to watch it, and I'm like, my brain doesn't understand this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then I'll, I'll try to finish this out when I'm more aware of the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see other uh, new projects for. Uh, oh, Daisy Ridley has got a new uh, a new gig. Let's go for her. It's a movie called Mindfall. And uh, she will play a character named Artis Varnado in the film, directed by uh, people you've never heard of. Uh, Artis, oh, is a, Artis is a high-end drug dealer. Only in this story, the drug of choice is memories. In Mindfall, other people's memories are the popular drug of the day, with people giving up theirs for pocket change and others paying top dollar to have brand new memories implanted in their heads, which then ostensibly become their own. And I'm like, that's enough of a story right there. But then they add to it, Artis is accused of murdering one of her clients and then begins to try to solve the case. And she realizes that not all of her memories are actually her own. But so uh, you got some total recall action but, going on there. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about exploring uh, nostalgia. It's certainly there. And uh, we got the nostalgia from uh, Watchmen. I wonder if that's where they got the idea. Mm-hmm. Just remember the pills in Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep, Nostalgia. Yep. Where you Man, can I get re- other people's memories by eating the pills. I think I got to rewatch that show. Oh, do, do. It holds up and it's wonderful. That whole series. I kind of, I, I'm kind of in a weird, well, we'll talk about it. And I, I'm rewatching a lot of stuff. Mm. That's good, um, baby. So if you're, uh, if you're taking pills to have other people's memories, whose pills are you taking? Is my question. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, me, I would uh, um, run Jeremy. <laughs> Ugh, why would you want that, that much that. sexual assault in your brain? Yeah. Wait, no, early, early, I, I guess. Still, I why take... would you want that much sexual assault and cocaine in your brain? <laughs> Can I take the uh, the pills that give me the memories of like a, a dog that's been very well kept its entire life? That'd be nice. Oh, you just want to know what your dick tastes like. <laughs> well, I mean, when you put it's it that way, Jeremy's pills. Hey, Lee? I I'll take my own because I don't remember ninety one, ninety two, or ninety three very well. There you go. You a know good what? Refresher course. I. You know what? I'll take those too because I was probably there, and I don't remember. <laughs> Jay, is this fictional characters or real? I don't know. Doesn't matter. All right. Oh, you can have fictional you're, characters. You're writing the story. Because all right, there's one. There's this. This is gonna be. A little low-key depressing for a minute but um no. one of the my favorite scenes is from uh the wolverine where uh, logan is sitting there in the bar and they're, they're like you drinking to remember he's like or no you're drinking to forget he's like no i'm drinking to remember and i'm like oh shit so I, I would i would want uh logan's logan's memories <laughs> oh that sounds like that a shit. harsh ride right there that yeah because be. well, <laughs> you know why it would outdo my shit because like lee i i respect I respect your journey that you would want to remember some things, but I've blocked so much shit out and my therapist is like trying to uncover that shit. And I'm like, nah, bitch, we, I don't pay you for that. Like it's, <laughs> it's, no, you know, you know, maybe, maybe she would work a little harder if you stopped calling her a bitch. 
Ooh. No, it's a dude. His name is. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, and by the way, you know, just bitch away on him. Bitch is non binary. Like, I, it can, anybody can get it. Okay? Exactly. Anybody can get it. There you go. I stand corrected. Yeah. Let me write that down. I'm not bitch trying to, is yeah, non binary. I'm a fucking ally, okay? Yes, you are. Bitch is non binary. No, I, who, I just. Who would you take, Carrie? Well, I'm tempted to say Hunter Thompson's, but uh, that would just that would that, be, but, it, uh, but then they eventually become your own memories, according yeah, to this exactly. plot line. And I don't want that. You've already seen what I happened think... to people that just hung out around him too much. You yeah. want to have his actual yeah. brain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so seriously, the reason I know it seems a little self-centered to say I would like to have some of my own memories back, but honestly, there was a day I woke up in San Francisco in an apartment where an Irishman and a Scotsman were screaming at the TV. I don't know how I got there. I don't. I remember these two dudes. I remember their apartment. I remember going to see the Pogues that night at an Irish bar called Mad Dog in the Fog, right off of Hate Street. I remember every, yeah, everything that next day. But the two days prior are a blur from when I took three hits of liquid acid to when I woke up two days later in San Francisco. No idea what happened during that period of time. I went I love through that you mentioned this during a live stream. This is cool. I went, <laughs> I went through a similar thing uh, when uh, when I was working at a club downtown called the Vortex. Um, oh, yeah. that place! Wow. It was about I a year and a half. The Boner Tax. Could I? Yeah. Could I maybe forget the Vortex? Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> I have forgotten. Sorry, the vortex. Lee. <laughs> I still hate myself for uh, for helping with that. But uh, yeah, I, the, there's a whole year and a half that I, I don't remember a lot of. Or their oh, names. Man. Uh, you know, so. That that place was so fucking bonkers. It was. Yeah, people, it was. people were so drunk, like in the upstairs, that the, they'd walk down that 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 really thin oh, hallway. All the time. All and the they'd time. walk down that thin hallway and just be like, Fucking pinballing off the sides. <laughs> bong, bong, that was bong. that was that was my life every Saturday night for about a year and a half. Oh well, uh, wow. we were there yeah. too, Carrie. Same. Yeah, Same. yeah. And then and like I was, there, I, was the I was there for I was there for completely different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what they need to do is they need to bring back Wesley Snipes just for one more fucking time as Blade and do the nightclub scene, but it's at Vortex and he just has such an easier time. Like it's so easy. <laughs> he he fucks up. He fucks up everyone very, It'd be very easy. quickly. No, yeah. no, nobody notices they're dead. Right? Like, I, oh wait, am I dead? Yep. Going. Exactly. I, I remembered like our 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 good buddy uh, McPhee. Yeah. We were in the bathroom one time at that place, and somebody goes, "Hey, you want some of this?" And just hands him an inhalant, some kind of inhalant. Yeah. And yep. he goes, and he goes, yeah. yeah. And then I was like. What, what the is fuck that? did you just do? <laughs> He's like, you want some? No, no that could man. that could that could be raid. That could be raid. Yeah. No, it's the old, the old hippie was right when he said, "Know your dealer." He was right when right. he said that. All I'm right. like, I'll be right back. I'll go watch. I'm gonna go watch ladies have sex in the cage. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> that place was woo. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. Anyway, how that um, place cool. never got shut down, I don't know. No it idea. It, it, it got shut down all the times. time. Many times. But not for how the, that. But how not that for, place reopened, I'll never know. It never was shut down for the for the right reasons, though. Yeah. It was Thank always you. shut down for like, 
health code or whatever it is. Or, yeah, you know, there was there was leaky one night, roof. Well, I, I had an inside source there, but there yeah. was uh, there was one night they were shut down for a weekend because an al- a miner managed to get served alcohol. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, but it's like, you know, the, the people actually having a three way with a real live unicorn. Right. How'd that no happen? big deal. Was, Who knows? It was no the most deal. rhythmic place to get chlamydia. Yeah. Yes, it was. You know, seriously, I mean that's that's when I found out that's when I found out that the Mugatu from Classic Trek was not actually a guy in a suit. It was a real monster. Oh yeah, because I, I met that. the I met the Mugatu at the Vortex and uh, <laughs> very gentle lover. All right, uh, let's see a couple He's of so other stories. Ah, right oh, Salt Lake in the nineties. I miss it. He is so hot right Salt now. Salt Lake in the early two thousands too. A uh, couple of other news items. Um, I found this on Twitter because I follow Jackson Public, and I think you should too. Mm, um, I saw this too. When Adult Swim canceled the Venture Brothers after a solid seven-season run over a year ago, the reaction was pretty strong, this story in io9 says. Uh, earlier this year, the network announced a TV movie for Blu-ray and HBO Max, and now we have an update. Uh, Jackson Public, one of the co-creators, and our our friend from Comic-Con tweeted the, <laughs> the first oh page... <laughs> one of my favorite interviews. He, he he tweeted it's oh if you go to uh, see geekshowpodcastarchive.com you should be able to find that. Yeah, and it's like where they weren't allowed to talk about the new season of Venture Brothers. No. And they're like so what, so what are we, we talking just, about? We talked about what uh what uh, actor from Batman had the biggest dick. Yeah. Little did Excuse we me? know it was Adam West. Oh yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot about so that. you can go you can go find that uh, interview at uh, the archive. Uh, but he tweeted the first page of the Venture Brothers script dubbed Long Form Special. <laughs> <laughs> and Public uh, said things are happening on his tweet. Yay! Uh, now, as we recall, uh, last time we saw them, Hank left his family grown up but still wearing the Batman mask. Uh, he left. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dean began to search for him. Uh, I am the bat. Their dad, uh, Rusty learned that uh, he and the monarch were brothers. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, they never did that. say who the monarch's family were. He was just raised by a, he was just raised by some monarch butterflies. And then Dr. Girlfriend had to explain to him that butterflies <laughs> only last a couple of months. And he <laughs> cried because his whole family was dead. That's true. Uh, and then uh, there's this as far as animated. Uh, and I use the term movies loosely here. Um, so South Park, uh, last August, well, it was August, uh, Parker and Stone signed a $900 million deal. Jesus Christ. God. To continue, God damn. <laughs> to continue mm. South Park. This would continue South Park through 2020, 2027. All right. And part of the deal involved 14 mysterious new movies that would arrive on Paramount Plus, a streaming service. Well, the Hollywood Reporter got a hold of them and uh, talked to them and said, uh, the first of these uh, made-for-TV South Park movies will be released on the 25th of November. Uh, It's called South Park Post-COVID. And uh, uh, Trey Parker said, it's the boys dealing with a post-COVID world. They're just trying to get back to normal. So it's like our show. We're just trying to get back to normal. Uh, The second film will arrive in December with two more arriving during each of the next six years. Um. But here's the thing. He says, uh, we're trying to make what's on Paramount Plus different from anywhere else. So it's an hour-long made-for-TV movie is where our head is at. We'll do two made-for-TV movies every year. They'll be big, 
but not quite movie scale. He said, with Viacom, we realized that we could make them as long or as short as we needed. And then they went and called the movies yeah. when they made the announcement. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Movie. They are, he said, they are the ones who said we are giving them 14 movies in seven years. He said, all I can say for me personally is I'm 52 years old and I've made three movies in my life. So yeah. you do the math. <laughs> right, exactly. These will yeah. be just long-form and, specials, basically. And really, basically, honestly, yeah. one of them was Orgasmo. There was, well, let's one see, of, he said, he says three. No, no, Orgasmo, basketball. Basketball. There's South Park Can't, figure, long about, gone cut. What about Team Cannibal America? the Musical? Team America. Ten, Team America and Cannibal. So there's five right there. That's five. All right. Well, he is old. He's forgotten how many movies he's made. <laughs> he needs some of those pills. Uh, he, he, no, he lost some of his brain cells when he was dressed as Jennifer Lopez on acid at the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. That was great. Such a great fucking story. <laughs> All right. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right, right, right back. Go. This month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection 2041 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you! Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, America's favorite asshole is probably... Shannon? hey I did say uh, America's. Uh, oh. I'm probably like 85th. No. Oh, okay. America's going, favorite <laughs> asshole is probably Someday. Bill Murray. All right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know he's really an asshole. Anyway. One of the few assholes that still gets work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And here he is being interviewed. He had that uh, French Dispatch movie that he's in. And he's oh, out, God, I got to go see that, too. Out promoting that. And he was being interviewed by a, uh, a German newspaper. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, Lee. Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung. Ah, yeah, that's, that's uh, from the people that bring you Spreckelsprunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Frankfurt General newspaper. Um, mm -hmm. But they're talking to him about the French Dispatch. And he had this to say. You ready? Yeah. You know, I recently made a Marvel movie. I probably won't tell you, but never mind. In any case, some people were quite surprised why I decided on such a project. Uh, but for me, but for me, wait, for me, the thing was quite clear. I got to know the director and I liked him very much. He was funny, humble, everything you want from a director. And with the cheerleader story, Bring It On, he made a movie years ago, which I think is damn good. 
So I agreed. Although I'm not interested in these huge comic book adaptations as an actor otherwise, let's put it this way. The director is a good guy, and now I've at least tried out what it's like to shoot a Marvel movie. Baloney. I don't buy are, it. Are you calling bullshit? Yep. I'm yeah, not. I'm going to call bullshit on that one. Because this, this is the same I, guy that would walk by people in McDonald's and take a French fry and look at them and say, no one will ever believe you, and eat their French fry and walk away. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> I am believing. Yeah, I ain't gonna pretty fucking brilliant. I'm believing him. <laughs> really? Believe him. Yeah. I've read it. I've read it in several different places. Well, the director, the, the director of the movie he's talking about is uh, Peyton Reed, who did Bring It On, who is currently he, who is, is currently filming Ant Man. He's currently filming the new Ant Man, Ant Man <sighs> and the Wasp uh, movie, uh, Quantumania. So and Peyton Reed is brilliant. He's mm-hmm. yeah. brilliant. That guy, I mean, sorry, go all the way back to Down With Love. That guy mm-hmm. is brilliant. He yeah. does amazing work. And I I don't think I've, I can, I mean, I didn't watch Bring It On, but uh, it was good. Down, Down With Love is the first movie I saw of his. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, wait a second. You just did a 1960s sex comedy and you brought Tony Randall out of retirement for it? <laughs> well, okay. Well, what if, I'm, if, I'm, if he is actually in this movie, it's going to be in the same capacity that he was in um, the the zombie movie that he was in. It'll just be a cameo, end. yeah. Yeah, it'll be like a, a two two to five minute oh, yeah. uh, cameo. If there, that. I'm yeah. crossing my fingers that he reprises his role as the human torch from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie I'm hoping. No, he was he was Superman. He was Superman. Oh, that's right. He was yeah, Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I was want Superman. I want Bill Murray to start playing Stan Lee and doing cameos in every Marvel movie. That yes. shit Stan would Lee. be hilarious. Yes. Excelsior. <laughs> I'm looking for the Ant Man uh, sketch. I'm sorry. You know, you know, we um we didn't talk about. And I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt really quick, but I have to throw a, a "Told You So" out at the at the masked enraged geeks. Uh, Netflix dropped their trailer for the second part of Masters of the Universe Revelations. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I was saying, hey, why don't you calm the fuck down and wait for the whole story to get told? Yeah. Well, and, and this is the best. Some idiot on a comment section was saying, yeah, they had to redo all the animation to correct what made everybody so mad. And it's like, that shit no. took years. No. That dialogue... That dialogue was recorded three or four years ago. They didn't change shit. They no. gave you they gave you an Empire Strikes Back level storyline for He Man, yeah. and you guys got pissed off because you're too impatient to wait for the payoff. Stupid. <laughs> you fucking you yeah. puffy face dipshits. And now you get to see Buzz Off, Clamp Tramp, Fisto, all those guys. Stinkor. Stinkor was in episode two of the first yes. season. That and he was uh, voiced by Jason. Uh, Jason, Jason Mewes. Mewes. Yeah. <laughs> here's uh, here's the uh, the Ant Man sketch from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Bill Murray's not in this part, but Scared Mark. We met several times. Uh, it's Ant Man. A N T M A N. Oh right, right. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man. Oh, yeah. What are you, what are your superpowers again? You, you you talk to the ants, is that it? Well, partly, but mainly I shrink myself down to the size of an ant while retaining my full human strength. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really impressive. <laughs> size of an ant with human strength. You must be able to clean house on those other ants. <laughs> hey, hey, Hulk! Hey. Check, check this guy out. Ooh. <laughs> Got the strength of a human. Ant Man, huh? Where are your ants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they're at home uh, in the ant farm. <laughs> oh, best stay out of this guy's way. Oh, oh every molecule's quivering now. Oh. I don't see what's so funny. Is there something wrong with being Ant Man? I mean, what's the joke? So oh, great, great Ant-Man. <laughs> so, I always had a question about his powers. Yeah? If when he shrinks down to the size of an ant and retains his human strength, what happens when he becomes giant man and he retains his human strength? He's it just not it, very it, strong. Yeah, I would say he would fall down. I think his, I think all of his bones would shatter. He's got the density of corkboard. <laughs> Damn. My favorite part of that sketch carries what... Belushi comes out of the bathroom as the whole thing yes. goes, oh, stay out of there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he goes in before then, and there's a scream, and he goes, if the invisible girl wants to use the restroom, she should lock the door. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, take a look at what we're consuming this week. Who wants to go mm. first? What are we mm. consuming? Jay has his hands up. Go, Jay. All right. So, uh I experienced my first nor'easter, which means that the power was out and I had a slight uh, basement flood. So I couldn't consume much of anything. So I had to go old school on your asses and start reading books. The hell? Book. Right, hold on. Let me, get, been let me go off camera for a second and there pick up my books. <laughs> and I started. What'd you, I started what'd you read, Jason? Called, it's a bluebird effect. It talks about different birds and shit. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love sneakers. So uh, hold on. Let me make sure my camera gets this. This is complex.com, which is a great website. Uh, complex.com. Hey, white friends that listen to this show, go to complex.com so you can see what your POC uh, people are talking about in them streets. Okay. It'll, it'll make great break room chat. I'm trying to help you all out. I am an ally to my white friends that listen to this show. All right. I'm going to bookmark thanks. that website. Thanks thanks for looking out for the white folks, Jay. Yeah, yeah. We really yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm glad I, I have another like, beside the root now. I have Yeah, this is a Star to, yeah. Wars illustration book that I got on sale at TJ Maxx. And uh, it didn't take me that long to read because it's got pictures in it. And um, so... <laughs> You know, that that was mostly what I was working on. And then um, I would like to recommend this, like, straight up. This is, like, my new thing. This is from Shea Moisture. Um, it is a bamboo charcoal detoxifying toner. They are not paying me to look into the camera and, and give a testimony. But <laughs> if you need some toner to keep to moisturize your skin, Ooh. it will feel See? You feel, I feel uh, effervescent I, I, right now. I felt it right here. <laughs> yeah. So if, nice. if you want to know how your boy stays so nice and moist, come through with the barbell uh bamboo charcoal i call it bambar bambar uh bamboo charcoal detoxifying toner go get it right. shea moisture you can get it at target it's very good that's what you've this, been consuming and, this week and not a paid endorsement by the way no. not a paid endorsement just a, i just, just want quality I just want product my people to likes. look good I, if people <laughs> need toner get that toner okay mm -hmm. all right mm -hmm. who's next mm -hmm. who's next i got a boner for toner <laughs> lee hi all right so first Get off my ass, Tony. It's about freaking time you got that dead right. tree with ink on it so we can get started on this book club. Look, I I need to add to that. So uh, this week I went on a bender. I've watched no TV. Wow. Uh, Jason Aaron's complete collection of Ooh. Thor. Oh, uh, that's good. Fantastic. That's good shit. Yeah. Um, good shit. I highly recommend the new Marauders with Kitty Pride, or I'm sorry, Captain Kate Pride. Uh, she, Iceman, the original 
um, <laughs> the original Pyro and Storm become pirates. So uh, first, I've heard nothing but fantastic wow. stuff. About first, that. first oh, fruit volumes are out, and Emma Frost is fantastic. Volume three of the new X Men series. Oh my god, it's so amazing! And then, um, yes, the new Excalibur is also fantastic. There has not been a bad X title since the relaunch, um, and I indulged in the the hardbound of the first collected volume Ooh. Betsy Braddock is finally in her original body and what? she is now and she is now Captain Britain so. she's not Psylocke anymore right no because the original really? Psylocke got her body back oh okay interesting yeah because there seemed to be something about I don't know a British woman inhabiting the body of an Asian woman against her will kind of kind of yeah so Anyone a little imperialistic, maybe? I was going to say, yeah, it seems a little, a little imperialist, a little cool. But uh, that's all leading up to X, X of Swords, which is like this 22-issue huge X-title crossover where the island of Krakoa and its original other island that were married at one point and Apocalypse and his dead wife have war and all of the people are... Mm. So I enjoyed mm. it. So, mm. all right. so I, I, like, I like magic. Colossus's little sister. Oh, like yeah. One of my favorite... She's one of my favorite X-Men characters, and she's very prominent in the stories. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, who's next? I'll go. Tony? Okay. Uh, my wife and I have decided to go through Better, Better Call Saul. We haven't <laughs> done that one yet. And so it's we're in the good, third man. season. And, yeah, it's great. It's so it's great. Good. It's really good. Bob Odenkirk is a genius. He yep. really is. And uh, the guy, I can't remember his, the actor's name, but Mike uh, oh, Herman Trout. Mike Herman Trout. God. Oh, so awesome. Uh, so yeah, we're we're really liking that. Um, finished Squid Game. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Really cool, really cool. I I saw a little bit of the twist coming, but but uh, even after that, it was just like okay, all right, yeah. Real quick, I have not seen uh, Squid Games, but um, did you see what I guess LeBron James was calling out the director? No, he, he was like just or something. He was ending. just at a. Yeah, he he was like just at a. He was just at a press conference and he was passing another basketball player. And they said, "What you been doing? You watching Squid Games?" He goes, "Yeah, I didn't like the ending." Yeah, yeah. and then and that so, was the director it, says, "Did you see Space Jam? Did you see Space Jam too? Which is like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh damn, oh, the guy who the guy who made Squid Game called back. him out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Did you see Space that, Jam too? Um, some kids were talking about Space Jam too at at school, and they're like, I I didn't like that." Wow! Even if the kids are saying it, yeah, dang. they're like, "I didn't I like say, it." I this thing was d- directed right at me because I love that crossover uh-huh. shit, and I stopped caring. I yeah. I, I stopped watching through. it. I turned yeah. it off. I was just like, this "So is you're happening. saying in 20 years, I'm not going to have an entire legion of 30 year olds telling me I need to watch Space Jam 2? Nope, <laughs> probably not. Any toy uh, store you see. go to, the shelves are full of Space Jam <laughs> toys. Sell it. Didn't sell Spent, the toys. Well, Space Jam and Eternals figures. Uh, two other things. I've started that the new cartoon series on Netflix called Inside Job. And it's it's pretty good. I think I'm three or four episodes into it. You can tell it kind of wants to be Rick and Morty. Um, hmm. But not not really in a bad way. So uh, I'm, I'm lukewarm on it. I think it, it's all right. Um, and then... For whatever reason, it, it showed up in my recommended list, and I decided to finally watch uh, The Life Aquatic. Oh, really? And, yeah. Great movie. <laughs> and about 15 seconds into the movie, I was like, this has got to be a Wes Anderson movie. And I look it up on IMDb. Yep. <laughs> and yep. 
I, yep. like, I liked it. It was, it was good. It, I, I enjoyed that movie. I, what The thing that really stuck out to me as far as really enjoying it, uh, other than, you know, in general, was the way they filmed the cutaway of the submarine. Or not mm-hmm. the submarine, but the ship. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a model at first. And then they just keep zooming in and zooming in. And it's life-size. And they just pan yeah, from room to it's room. It's set. Yeah. It was yep. really cool how they did that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Who's uh, who's next? I, I, love the, I love the commentary on French Dispatch when people are saying that it's Wes Anderson being too Wes Anderson. And I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, me. Okay, so my new happy place Yes. Uh, is uh, AEW Wrestling. Uh, because I don't know if you've watched... Well, probably... If you watch WWE lately, they've really... <laughs> it's really for kids. Now, mm-hmm. you know, mm. like one guy said he had a sword that was made out of the tooth of the Loch Ness Monster. And I'm like, OK, what? I'm done with you now. <laughs> and um, yeah. But so like all these great wrestlers from WWE, your buddy CM Punk, oh, uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan, Sting, uh, the, the commentator is Jim Ross. Sting uh, is still alive. Oh, and he's fucking—he's more like a it's, manager now. It's, it's oh, actually okay. the guy—it's the guy from the police. He had so much fun doing only—only <laughs> only murders in the building. He decided to branch out into wrestling. Yeah. But it's—it's um, it's adult, and it's got great matches, great characters. Uh, there's the best like villain I've ever seen in wrestling, almost, almost. Besides Roddy Roddy Piper, and uh, they just say the—they swear, and it makes me so happy. Like <laughs> this. Uh, uh, What's his fuck? Chris Jericho, who is puffy as fuck now, by the way. Look Time. We'll do that um, to you. Yeah. And uh, he called somebody the other day a puffy face uh, shit bag. And I was like, oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called, him, he called the same guy. He called the same guy the next week a pumpkin headed dipshit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, I started rewatching The Mandalorian last night. Ooh, oh yeah? yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, fuck, this is good. Yeah, it's like, um, I did the uh, season two. I started doing that. I, I started right at season one, and I was, and then once again, I was like, I'm so mad, I accidentally uh, spoiled Grogu for myself, completely an accident. Uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, and then my favorite thing I I saw this week is. Uh, you know how most people really love Grogu? Yeah. Well, I've got the remote control Grogu. Mm-hmm. I took him to the trunk or treat last night. Yeah. And you know who does not like a moving Grogu in real life? Animals. But Animals and little children don't. around the age of three. I had so much fun chasing little children and making them cry with Grogu. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 7-Eleven employee of the year right there. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, Family Feud and uh, um, America Says. That's it. Mm. Okay. I uh, watched a movie last night because we decided we were going to watch a scary movie uh, for uh, for Halloween. And uh, we just happened upon The Night House is what it's called. Night House. And we were like, what's this? Uh, I recognize the the lead. She was in that Iron Man 3 movie. I like her. Uh, Okay, let's see what this is. And it it sells you as it's a ghost movie. Um, I don't think it is a ghost movie. But I'll let you watch it and decide. It's a Frankenstein movie. It's a Frankenstein. uh, (laughs) But uh, it was quite enjoyable, actually. I was really surprised. It's just out of nowhere. 
Uh, but then the thing that I watched, and, and again, I rarely recommend TV shows until I at least watch three, but I'm going to do it this time because the pilot episode of Star Trek Prodigy uh, was so very good. Awesome, uh, cool. I was blown away. Uh, I really was. I wasn't expecting a damn thing from this. Kid Trek, but not stupid. Yeah, exactly. I well, it it, said, it was being sold to me as Kid Trek, and I went, okay, right. whatever. I'll, I'll give it a look. It's not. I mean, yeah, kids will get into it, but also at the same time, it's not stupid. It's not dumbed mm. down for kids. It's not fart jokes or anything right. like that. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> yeah, I love fart uh, jokes. Fart, <laughs> fart jokes. They save the fart jokes for lower decks. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Carrie, I'm looking at the just the headline of a, a review for it. Yeah. And it says Star Trek Prodigy Review. The Trek universe is more accessible than ever. Yeah. Nice. It, I was just amazed. I I had no expectations going into this at all and was really blown away. It's some really good Star Trek. So if you're a Star Trek fan, uh, this is uh, give it a give it a look. It's on well, your uh, Paramount Plus right now. Well, It'll it, be on Nickelodeon well, later. Yeah, and it goes on to say the show the show aims at viewers who are turning into the final frontier for the first time. Nice. Yeah. And, and, it the, said, uh, and it it says because some people are intimidated by the word Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. It's a and lot. This, it's a vast universe. And yeah. this is uh this is a way to get into it for uh, for a young person to get into it. Uh, first nice. of all the sh the ship uh, is a good-looking ship. Uh, second of all, uh, one of the things that I found interesting was this, there's this large rock like creature or, you know, if it's rock, I'm not sure. I can't tell. It's like pointy, uh, and she's part of the crew and, uh, she is voiced by, uh, there's a famous voice guy named Carlos Alzraki is his name. And he's been doing cartoon voices for years. He's, he's done most of the cartoons that you'd know. And it's his daughter. And I thought that was kind of cool that his daughter is, is doing cartoon voice work nice. just like her dad. I thought that was great. But a uh, good story. Very enjoyable. So enjoy well, it, uh, Star oh, Trek and Prodigy. And it's got great creators. It's uh, the guys that uh, made Troll Hunters. Mm -hmm. Not so okay. And the, yeah. uh, the Lego Ninjago Masters of mm -hmm. Spinjitzu. Yeah. Ninjago! Yeah. Oh, God. I did watch a show this week. Oh, yeah, Mythic Quest. Oh, really? No, Mythic Quest is good, man. <laughs> yeah, I like it's, Mythic it's, Quest. I didn't, I didn't, it was like most of the crew behind It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yep. but sincere and heartwarming. Yeah, it's real good. What yeah, is it about? It's a lot of fun. It's, a, it's about like the, Rob, uh, Mc, Rob McElhinney is this software developer who's got like a World of Warcraft style game, and then there's oh, okay. a, a young woman that's like his co-producer on the whole thing, and then Danny Pudi's in it. He's the, uh, He's the chief, chief of finance and he's an asshole and the show well, is just he's 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 not the chief of finance he's the chief of making the game financially successful like he's the yeah. guy that monetizes everything he's, that's in right the he's massively the, multiplayer he's, he's the director game. of monetization yeah that's, yeah that's what it is and uh it's it's just kind of and i think f well, murray it, abraham's in it <laughs> it's got the guy the guy that plays um uh uh rickety crickets is uh, oh. one of the main characters, and he's yeah, hilarious. He's the CEO who no one thinks is actually in charge. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I really like Mythic Quest. It's, good it's stuff. yeah, it's it's kind of cool because like it's very sincere and very kind, and I um, kind of love that. Even though when people are mean to each other, and that uh, that reminds me though, another show that I, I forgot to write down, but I wanted to tell everybody about. It's on HBO Max. It's called Tom at Ten. Oh my God! It's it, it's the it's from a, the guys that made that what. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, these guys have a lineage. I've not seen any of their other stuff. Oh my started, god, Carrie, go back and watch that first series they did. I started. It's one watching, of my favorites. I started watching this, and there's a lot of famous uh, comedians who do voices. And uh, let me play a little something here for you. This is from Tom at ten. And it's about a ten-year-old kid. All right, and he's in school. Hey gang, this is your principal here. Listen, due to budget cuts, we're now accepting paid ads during the morning announcements. So uh, remember, you're not old enough to drink, but when you are, you'll like the smooth taste of Great Goose. All right, that felt completely wrong. We'll revisit that. That's hey, funny. Tom, Tom, Tom. Hey, buddy. You know why I called you in here, right? I don't know, just general chit-chat? Well, I'm getting a lot of complaints about the bazoon incident. Complaints? They say you're dead weight. Dead weight? One parent called you an albatross. Is that good or bad? Listen, I was hoping you'd give up, man. <laughs> Try something different, like baseball. Oh, no, I'm more of a bassoon guy. I love sitting in the background with a large, nondescript instrument, just flapping my lips willy-nilly. Oh, my God. Willy -nilly. Tom, yeah? I want you to listen to what I'm saying. There's defining moments in your life that if you listen, it'll change your whole life. I played the tube as a kid, and look where it got me now. Seemed like you're doing great. I'm lonely, I'm overweight, and I'm a light stealer. I light steal. There, I said it. You steal things? Not, like, literally in my pocket, but I leave things under the basket. I put it up against the side, hope they don't see it. Oh. Is that what you want to turn into? I mean, you're not selling me on the whole lifestyle, no. <laughs> well, let me find... Uh, That's funny. Oh, man, I'm watching this. Tim, oh, what's it called? Ted? Uh, Tom, Tom at 10. Tom at uh, 10. And here's the bassoon incident, by the way. Here's the bassoon incident. Oh, my God. This is just painful. The kid on the bassoon is ruining the whole thing. Who, me? What's happening? My daughter, Dakota, practiced very hard for this. Dakota, say something. Your mom's out of control. I'm kind of in a tough spot here, Tom. Sorry. Hey, lady. Oh, no. How about you mind your own business? Ma, sit down. My son plays bassoon like an angel. Yeah, well, he's a sucky little angel, and he sucks at bassoon. Oh! <laughs> Is this the day I fist fight in front of my child? Ladies, please, <laughs> let's be civil. Tom, play us a quick solo to show everyone how hard you've been practicing. There's no such thing as a bassoon solo. That's why I chose the instrument. <laughs> Just play Anything. Stravinsky's fifth in G minor. I have too much respect for my craft. Stravinsky, I won't do it. Have okay. you studied anything? Just play something. Okay, fine. Here's a little of uh, Beyonce's All the Single Ladies. <laughs> Let me bang this out real quick. Oh my god. <laughs> Happy now? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Carrie, when you're done with this, all right, I, I, you got to go find his original show. It was on from 2008 to 2012, called "The Life and Times of Tim, Not oh, Tom," okay. and um, it's got that same rhythm. It's got the same like, it's fucking one of the. It, it's got the, it's the same animation, that same mm -hmm. shitty animation. Okay, but it's um, it is is just as fucking funny as that, and. I'm forcing someone to watch the entire series tonight. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Take that I, other person. Anyway. It's, I uh, played I played bassoon in middle school, so that hit a little close to home. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, Here we go. You the, want another in one? The, in the chat, yes. it, in the ta chat, Tiffany says it's 10-year-old Tom is the name ten year of the old show. 10-year-old Tom. Okay, 10-year-old yeah. Tom. Okay, I thought it was Tom at 10. But anyway, there you go. Here's another one. Here we go. Oh, hang on. <laughs> 
come on, Tom. You can do it, buddy. Oh, my God. This old bag again? I'm here supporting my son. I thought you went home and died. Just ignore the <laughs> lunatic from the recital, baby. She is drunk on Chardonnay, and she is begging to get slapped. Let's go, Tom. Strike one. Whoa. Is that, is that legal? Throwing the ball? Yes. This kid's a monster. Whoa. Strike two. Oh, my God. God, that could have killed me. That, that could have killed you pretty fast. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. What what just happened? You okay? Uh, it's not a big deal, but I'm going to need a change of pants. Oh. I told you he was pitching too fast. The whole thing's very stressful. Uh. I'm used to more of a bassoon atmosphere. Okay, listen. <laughs> this happens quite a lot. We have a way to handle this kind of situation. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're out of here! Wait, what? <laughs> player rejected. Stop. Pooped his he pants. It's in the rule book. Rule number 33B, no player shall defecate his or her uniform or defecate the uniforms of another player. You're out of here. Take a seat. You're doing great, Tom. Don't say a word, lady. Don't you dare say a word. <laughs> That's um, uh, I'm enjoying it. it. Uh, anyway. if, you start re uh, if you start watching the other show, The Life and Type of Tim's, um, my favorite episode is called Angry, angry, unpaid hooker. <laughs> All right. And it's huh fucking hilarious. Okay. Tam, he need help me get my money. Uh, <laughs> games, to, games, Tony. Yeah, Let's, we got uh, some, wrap this up here. We got some games. First week in November coming up. Uh, we got World Star War Citizen? Z for the Switch. Nope, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Giants Uprising on PC. Uh, something called Tun Tunche. Uh, another one called Demon Turf. Another game called Conway, Disappearance at Dahlia View. Oh, that's uh, a dwarf name. Yeah, it must be. Dwarf on golf. Something <laughs> called Time Loader. I wish. Uh, and then we got a new Mobile Suit Gundam game. Mobile Suit Bun Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy. Oh. Uh, and you're, uh, you're a code fairy. Oh. Yeah, the the Whoa, reason the fun. reason there's no uh nothing really of note coming out this week is because the Juggernaut coming out this week that is Call of Duty Vanguard is Duty. coming. No, no one wanted to go against that yeah, one. Yeah, obviously. So there um, you go. If you also, like the calls of duties. I'm reading a ton of great reviews for that new Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting uh, really great, good reviews. I, I watched. Uh, it I watched Ed sure. play it for a while last night. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it looked pretty cool. Looks yeah. hard. <laughs> oh, also, um, last week I said I was playing The Medium. I finished that one, by the way. And if you want a good, fairly short, kind of psychological horror game, The Medium. Check it out. I think it was like seven hours long or so. And if you have Game Pass, it's on Xbox Game Pass. I, uh, free, you know, so. I, I played the small. I didn't advance to The right. Medium, and there's no way I'll get to the large. So <laughs> I'd, I'd forget yeah. the 2XL. Forget yeah, it. I won't. Yeah. I just no, won't. no fucking way. Yeah. I played Although a lesser version, the Smedium. There was, yeah, there was, was one funny. called Grande that I don't... I think it was a ripoff, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> are we good? Mr. Yep. B, if you would, please. Ham! You were supposed to memorize the fucking script, for fuck's sake! <laughs>